believe I really have a word from the Lord. I'm going to be nice and short and sweet tonight. It's uh, pretty awesome this morning in Sunday school. Dave Bruce is preaching line right up with this. And this morning in the AM service, what I caught of it, and it really lined up with what God has put on my heart tonight. Open in your Bibles the Psalms, chapter 119. Got a real short scripture, right to the point. Psalms 119, verse 105. The Bible says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Heard lots in Sunday school this morning about the word. Heard lots this morning in the main service about the word of God. You're going to hear more tonight on the word of God. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. When I read that scripture, to me that scripture is awesome. I just see a person walking with a lantern in their hand. And that lantern is giving off light in total darkness. Just enough light that they can see the path in front of them. I'll tell you what, that is the word of God. It is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The word of God is our guide through this life. The word of God guides us through this life. The Bible has answers to everything that us human beings go through. The Bible contains the answers to all the issues in life. This Word does. The Word of God does. It is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. No matter what a person goes through, God has a way of speaking to that person through His Word. No matter what you're in. Good times and bad times, God can speak to you through His Word. The Word guides us. It rebukes us. It sets moral boundaries. The Word commands us. The Word predicts the future. The Word explains things to us. The Word gives us examples. The Word teaches us. The Word clarifies things to us. The Word tries us. The Word warns us. The Bible reproves us. It speaks in parables. The Bible speaks directly to us. The Bible speaks indirectly to us. The Word of God. The Word guides us through this life. The Scriptures, the Holy Scriptures, inspired by God, guide us through life. They are the lamp unto my feet and the light to my path. The Bible illuminates the straight and narrow so that we can stay on the straight and narrow. The Bible's light, the light from the Word illuminates that path to us. Everyone else walks in darkness, but the man of God, the woman of God who reads the Word, walks in the light of the Word. The Bible is a compass. We've heard this before. The Bible is a plumb line. The Bible is a foundation. The Bible is a life jacket. It is a beacon. The Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. His Word guides me. How many of you is thankful for the Word in your life? Without the Word, anything goes. Without the Word, anything goes. The Word clarifies everything for us. If it wasn't for the Word, I could tell you that, hey, brother, God told me that it's okay if I am with other women. It's okay. But we know that the Word says, not so. Hey, brother, the Word says it's okay if I get drunk. Anybody and everybody would be coming up with everything were it not for the Word saying, no, here are the guidelines. You will abide by these laws, these rules, these statutes. His Word guides us. His Word keeps us on that path. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, 
for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. On any doctrinal debate, is settled by the word. Acceptable behavior for us Christians is settled by the word. All scripture is inspired by God from beginning to end. Genesis to Revelation. It all applies to you, not just pieces and parts. All of it applies to us. It's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction. It corrects us. When we go wrong, when we make errors, the Word corrects us. The Word instructs us. How many of you need instructions? I do. My children, they didn't come with an instruction manual. Neither did when I said I do. I didn't get an instruction manual for how to take care of my wife. I need instruction as a man. As a husband, as a dad, I need instruction. I want instruction. Instruction from God. Instruction from the Word. That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. God has given us this book so we don't foul stuff up. You know what? When we do foul stuff up, we have the book to go back to. We are to turn to the Word in times of crisis and in times of peace. We are to turn to the Word every day. We are to get this Word inside of us, inside our hearts, to know this Word. We heard this this morning. Luke chapter 4, verse 4, Jesus being tempted. But Jesus' reply in verse 4 says, And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. That is how we are to live, by every single word of God. Everything in this book, that's how you're to live. You have any questions about anything in your life, it's in here. It's in here. These are the directions. All the words in the Bible concern us. I made a great big giant list of stuff. I made a great big giant list of things in life. And I want to go through that list. And I want to show to you, the Bible has answers for all of it. Sickness. Any of you dealt with sickness? I've dealt with sickness. I know you've dealt with sickness. And i got lots of Bible scriptures you can follow along if you want. We're going to put them up on the board as best we can. My friends, have you dealt with sickness? James chapter 5 verse 14 says, Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. If he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. The Bible addresses sickness. It addresses everything. Everything that we deal with, the Bible addresses it. Finances. Anyone dealt with financial issues? I do all the time. Not having enough finances is usually my problem. Matthew chapter 19, verse 24 says, And again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter in the kingdom of God. Talking about finances. The Bible talks about finances. Tell you what, not, not a single one of us in this room needs to be rich. Do you know that? Not, not one of us needs to be rich in money. We don't. It's, that's a, a total, it's an illusion like we heard this morning. We need enough to get by. We need enough God pay our bills. That's, it. that's enough for me. Proverbs verse 30. I'm sorry, Proverbs chapter 30 verse 8 says, Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me lest I be full and deny thee, and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of God in vain. We don't need poverty nor riches. The Word talks about finances even. The Word covers everything. We are inexcusable. 
We have no excuses because the word covers everything from A to Z. Spouses. You ever had an issue with your spouse? Proverbs chapter 18 verse 22 says, Whoso finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor of the Lord. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 33 says, Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself and the wife see that she reverence her husband. Men, love your wives. Women, respect, reverence your husband. Marriage, you ever had an issue in your marriage? issue with that spouse? 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 2 says, Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife, and let every woman have her own husband. Let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence, and likewise also the wife unto the husband. The wife hath not power over her own body but the husband, and likewise also the husband has not power over his own body but the wife. You see what I'm trying to say to you folks? No matter finances, whatever it is, marriage, the word has it covered. I have experienced firsthand the healing power of the word in my marriage. My home is not perfect because there's people that live there. And there's problems sometimes. I don't know if maybe your life's perfect all the time, but mine is not. Things happen. There's some yelling and shouting every now and again. Things go wrong. You know what? You sit down with your wife and you read these scriptures to her and you do a little thing together. And I'm telling you what, it's hard to explain, but the word comes and heals. It heals. It makes, it patches up whatever the argument did, it patches it right up. I've experienced it firsthand. Let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence, kindness, goodness. The word of God in a marriage is, is that that mutual meeting ground. I'm telling you, the white, it settles all arguments. In arguments, everyone always wants to get the last word in. I always want to be right. She always wants to be right. He always wants to be right. He's thick-headed. Yada, yada, yada. But the word says this. You know what? If that woman loves the Lord and that man loves the Lord, you got to come right here to this word. The word is right. Not the husband, not the wife. The word is right. No matter what you deal with, the Word is your guide. The Word is your instruction manual. It is the lamp unto my feet and the light unto my path. It illuminates the way for me. I don't know where you're at in your life, but I'm a young father, seven-year-old and a five-year-old. I want God to illuminate. I want His Word to illuminate. I don't want to lose what the Lord has given me. Children, ever had an issue with children? The Bible talks about it. Lots of stuff in the Bible. Psalms chapter 127 verse 3 says this, Lo, children are inheritance of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is His reward. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Happy is the man that has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemy in the gate. Children are inheritance of the Lord. They are a blessing. You know what I see a lot of times in, in some of my friends that I work with that have kids my age, their kids are a burden to them. I'm telling you what, my Bible says children are a blessing. They are a blessing. They're a heritage from the Lord. Ephesians chapter 6, talking about children. You got questions about your children? Turn to the Word. You got questions about parenting? Turn to the Word. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment, with promise, that it may be well with thee, that thou may live long on earth, 
And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Parents, there's your instruction. There's lots more about it in the Bible. For the sake of time, I can't cover everything. But I'm telling you, whatever in the world you question, whatever you don't know, whatever you are confused about, the Word has your answers. The Word. I understand sometimes the Word may not have an exact scripture for what you're exactly going through. But I'll tell you what, if you're faithful in your Word, God will bring something out. He will illuminate something that will make sense to only you, to right where you're at. He will come to right where you're at. It is the Word of God. The plumb line, the life jacket, this Bible, the Word, children, marriage, spouse, finances, everything. Faith, you got issues with faith. Hebrews chapter 11, whole entire chapter on, on faith. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We'll skip down to verse 6. But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Bible teaches about faith. Bible teaches about children, whatever it is. The Bible has the answer. The Word does. Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet, is a light unto my path. I don't know about you, but I don't want to make a wrong turn and fall into a pit and fall into a snare of the enemy. I don't want that. I have seen it happen to people. I've seen it happen to people in this church who are long gone, like we heard this morning, long gone, turned off the path. People believe things that are not in this world. They're long gone. They're long gone. Health. Health is a big issue these days. The Bible talks about health. You want some secrets to health? Turn to the Bible. What's in there? I'll read you one of them. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thy own eyes, fear the Lord, and depart from evil. And here you go. It shall be health to thy navel, and marrow to thy bone. Honor the Lord with thy substance, and with the firstfruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and all thy presses shall burst out with new wine. You want to be healthy? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Bible's got it covered. Health, parenting, marriage, it's got it covered. It has got it covered. Most of our problems come when we don't read the Word, when we don't obey the Word. That's where our problems come from. That's where we run them up. Where things get fouled up in our lives it's because disobedience to the Scripture. Do you see the treasures yet? How many of you know there's treasures in this Word? There are treasures in this Word. There truly are. It's confrontation. Another one. You got confrontation going on in your life? Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26 says, Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Tell me why these are nuggets of wisdom that come from the Word. These are treasures coming from the Word. James chapter 1, verse 19 says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man works not the righteousness of God. For me, that's one of the hardest scriptures to be obedient to. Swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. I think I got it opposite. I'm swift to speak. And, for the wrath of man works not the righteousness of God. There, there's much more on every topic. There is so much more. There's such a wealth of wisdom. There's such a wealth of instruction in this Bible. 
no matter what you're dealing with. Temptation, wrestled with temptation. Every one of us is wrestled with temptation. James chapter 1 verse 12 says, Blessed is the man that endures temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempts he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. And when lust has conceived, it brings forth sin. When it is finished, it brings forth death. Search temptation, all this stuff is in here. All of it. All of it. From front to back, it is in here. It is our responsibility to dig into this word. Get your spiritual shovel out and dig into it. Tell you what, the Bible's not meant to just be perused through. The Bible is meant to be poured into. Poured into. It's not to be meant like a magazine or looked at like a magazine or like any other book on your shelf you have at home. It is meant to be poured into. It is meant to eat the bread of life. It's meant to be eaten. Every man is tempted when he drawn away to his own, own lust and enticed. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my feet. You see what I'm saying? The Bible, no matter what it is, the Bible's got it covered. There is stuff in there for whatever you are going through. Whatever you're going through. Whatever you're struggling with. Whatever your weakness is. The word has it. Second Peter chapter 2 verse 9 says, The Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation and to reserve the unjust to the day of judgment to be punished. You, are you tempted with stuff in your life? Are you wrestling with something? Turn to the Word. Turn to the Word. And let the healing power of the Word do its thing. Too many times we want to call the pastor. Too many times we want to call a buddy up. When the answer is just right here. I'll tell you what, I don't, you don't need an encouraging word from your friend. You need a word from the Lord. Purpose. How many see people have no purpose? How many people have you seen? kill themselves because they have no purpose in life. How many people have you seen dealing with depression? They're depressed because they have no purpose in this life. Revelations chapter 4 verse 11 says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. We were created to worship God. I see so many people with no purpose. I see so many people dealing and wrestling with Depression, they're depressed. They have no joy, no happiness because they don't know their purpose in life. The purpose in life is right here. It tells us we are created to worship our God. We are created for our God. It is all contained in here. All in here. How many lives are wasted? How many lives are destroyed and ruined by the enemy because people don't have the word? I do believe that this is a church that preaches the word. I do believe that we are a people who will be without excuse on judgment day. I do believe that. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 7 says, Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory, I have formed him, yea, I have made him. We are created for his glory. That's your purpose. To glorify the Lord God. That is our purpose in life. You don't know a purpose. You don't have a purpose. You're wrestling with depression. Turn to the Word. Turn to the Word of God. The Word has it covered. No matter what it is. No matter what your problem is. The Word has guidance for you. The Word has guidance for you. For you. For you. Truth. 
Wonder what the truth is? John 14, 6 simply says, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. That's the truth. That Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That is the truth. The Bible contains truth. You don't know what truth is? Turn to the Word. You will find the truth. Seek and you shall find. How about friendship? You ever had issues with friendships, relationships, friends? Proverbs 18, 24. I remember a long time ago. My dad probably doesn't remember, but I said, Dad, I want some more friends. I was a little kid. I remember my dad said, Proverbs 18, chapter, or chapter 18, verse 24. A man that has friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. You want some more friends? Then be friendly. You have friends? Then be friendly to them. Very simple. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32 says, And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Be kind to people. Show yourself friendly. There's all kinds of stuff in the Bible about friendships. You get into an argument with your buddy, turn to the Word. There's all kinds of stuff about everything in the Word. You know, I remember one time years ago, I could be wrong, but I believe it was a, a Mormon girl came and knocked on our door. And usually I just tell them to beat it. This one I talked to for a good while. And I could not get her to admit. Finally she did. But she would not admit. I asked her, I said, is the Bible enough for me? Is the Bible enough for me to, to lead me to salvation? And she would she kept beating around the bush. And finally she told me, no, it is not. You need the Bible to point you to, I think it was the Book of Mormon or whatever it was. I'm here to tell you what. And the Bible is enough. The Bible leads you to salvation. The Bible is enough. That's the truth. The Bible is enough, church. Now, I'm not going to go into detail about this, but intimacy between husband and wife. You got an issue there? It's in the Word. Turn to Ecclesiastes. Turn to Song of Solomon. Turn to Proverbs. Get in there. Read your Bible. You got issues in that department, guys? Read it. It's in there. It is in there. Husbands and wives, that stuff's in there too. Telling you what, the Bible covers everything. Everything. Priorities. Do you have your priorities confused? Ever had your priorities confused? I have. The Bible spells out your priorities for you, what they should be. Mark chapter 12, verse 30 says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. The Bible says, hey, that's your number one priority. Bible tells us that should be your priority. Verse 31 says, And the second is like it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandments greater than these. Bible spells out your priorities for you. Philippians chapter 2 verse 3 says, Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in loneliness of mind, that each esteem others better than themselves. That's your priority. Esteeming others better than yourself. My priorities always seem to be me number one. Me play, me have fun. The Bible instructs me otherwise. Love the Lord your God first and love thy neighbor as thyself. Esteem others better than yourself. The Bible spells out your priorities for you. If you have them any other way, guess who's wrong? You are. The word is final. The word is absolute. The word has the last said. Death. When you dealt with death, pretty much everyone has. Death of a loved one, death of a friend. 1 Corinthians 15, 54 says, So when this corruptible 
shall have put on incorruptible in this mortal shall have put on immortality then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written death is swallowed up in victory verse 55 O death where is thy sting O grave where is thy victory the sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law you had a death recently or if you have one in the future turn to the word it's all explained right here in the word in the plumb line in the life preserver in the foundation it is all right here the Bible says thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path his word is no matter what we wrestle with his word is and even more recently end time stuff I'm sure you heard lots of stuff about end time everyone's got questions about the end time turn to the word it's chock full of end time stuff Chock full of predictions, chock full of things that it's predicted that already happened. You get another clown that says, Jesus is coming back on this day. You better know. The Bible says, No man knows the hour. Matthew chapter 24, verse 6, No man knows the hour. Not even the angels. End time stuff. Read Revelations. Read the whole thing. Read Matthew chapter 24. Read 2 Timothy chapter 3. Read Daniel. I'm telling you what, there's all kinds of stuff in here about the end times. You got questions about the end times? Concerns about the end times? You're scared? You're worried? It's all right in here. It is all right in here. You don't actually have to wait for the pastor or Bruce to preach on it. You can actually do it for yourselves. You truly can. Me too. It's easier to have them do it. Tell you what, you can dig into the Word anytime, day of the week, and you can find nuggets in there. There, it is chock full of it. The Word of God is awesome. The list goes on and on and on and on of what the Word covers. It is everything A to Z. But I'll stop there. In Psalm 119, chapter, chapter 119, verse 11 says, Thy Word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That's our responsibility to hide that word in our heart that we might not sin against thee. I'll tell you what, in my opinion, it takes a lifetime to get this word inside of us, to get this word inside of us. I'm telling you, that's where it's at. Get this word inside of you. Eat it. Eat the bread of life so that you know it. And when things go wrong in your life, when you mess something up in your life, when you are tempted, when death strikes your family, when financial issue happens to you, when stress happens, then you'll know, hey, I remember reading this yesterday, and God said, that's where it's at. That's spiritual warfare. That's how you fight. That's why this word is the sword of the spirit. When somebody says, the world's getting ready to end, the world's getting ready to end, you'll know, hey, my Bible says no man knows. The whole entire point is, do you see how the word covers everything? The word has your answer. It does. Some answers are easier than others. I understand that. Some answers take a little more faith than others, but it's in there. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That is it. It's quick. It's powerful. This word is powerful. It is powerful. Amos Chapter 7, verse 8 says, And the Lord said unto me, Amos, what seest thou? And I said, A plumb line. Then said the Lord, Behold, I will set a plumb line in the midst of my people Israel. I will not again pass by them anymore. This is your plumb line, church. This is our plumb line. 
It applies for me just as it does you, just as it does pastor, just as it does so-and-so over there. If you don't line up with this, you're wrong. The Word is not wrong. The Word is infallible. The Word is infallible. You're wrong, not, not the Word, not the Word. It is a plumb line. It is quick, it is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Stand ye therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of the God, the word of God. This is the sword of the Spirit. This is how we make war in the heavenlies. Right here, this book, the instruction manual that God gave us, that God gave man. And this ends all debates, discussions. This ends all fights between husband and wife. This ends all confusion stops here in this word. This is the word of God. No matter what you are dealing with, no matter what you are wrestling with, the word of God has an answer for you. If we could all stand to our feet. We're going to worship God with one last song that I specially picked out. Whenever you're ready, go ahead and play. Lord, let's just worship the Lord one last time with this awesome, powerful song I really love.